Good evening, everyone, and welcome to a Halloween episode of Pod Stallions. I am Dr. Brian, and with me, as always, to my left is manservant Jason Lindsay. <laughs> Good evening. <laughs> How you doing, man? I thought you were going to give me a professor, like Dr. Dr. Heiler and Professor Lindsay. I thought, no, that, that's not the way the dynamics or, work. In those or movies. Mr. Well, clearly, I completely yeah. that's the yeah. dynamic altogether. Uh, well, here we are on uh, the eve of Hallow's Eve. Well, technically, Halloween. this will land on Halloween, and we could pretend that it's Monday. We could, if we were that yeah. organized. Yeah. We could pretend it's live, that it's a yeah. live, and we're watching everyone in their homes. It's a live call-in show, and we uh, give them the phone number of someone we don't like. That's right. Um, so we did the, uh, we always do two episodes in October, as you've known, this, our show, uh, our, the, from the first episode back in 72, we've always done two episodes yeah. in October. And, uh, you know, we thought, why stop? Cause it's her favorite month. And I believe 72, we did the Flip Wilson episode. That's right. Yeah. Flip, Flip, Flip Wilson, Marjo Gortner, Variety Hour episode. Mm. And um, so we thought it'd be fun to do like two bookends, the Munsters and the Adams Family, because it seems like, you know, I always talk about how as a kid, I saw the Adams Family and the Munsters back to back on weekday afternoons. And it, boy, a lot of people have said that, you know, I, it seems like that was fairly common in the U.S. that. Oh, yeah, that, that that just seems to work perfect. It's an hour of, you know, the same show, basically. Yeah, yeah. And um, in, in sort of, you know, stirring this around, I was trying to think, as we always do with these shows, what was the first exposure? Um, and I, 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 I was trying to think if the song was in my life before the show was. Because I had two older brothers, and it would have been the kind of thing that, they would have been snapping. Yeah, yeah, that song's an earworm. That is, isn't that Vic Mizzy who did that? Is it Vic Mizzy? Yeah, I think you're I think right. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and, uh, and I can't remember. Or or I was also thinking about the cartoon. Now we're going to usually do these things in chronological order, but mm-hmm. we're talking about where our memories start. If I'm not mistaken, there was a cartoon in the '70s for the Adams yeah. Family. Yeah, the the Hanna Barbera show and it's Barbera show kind of reminiscent of the Adams drawings, but didn't yeah. they show up in a Scooby Doo? They showed up guesting. I think so. Yeah, and jo- and the, the big thing is Jodie Foster was Wednesday on that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so, but what year was that? You know, it predates me. Uh, yeah, seventy three. So I was alive, but not really watching show yeah i just wonder if it was the kind of thing that i would have seen in the scooby-doo because they ran those in the afternoons too i think the the celebrity ones you know oh yeah yeah that could be yeah Um, i I can't remember specifically what the first memory was but yeah you know just one of those things i love both shows yeah every day but i think kind of like with a lot of things you're either you know beatles or stones or beatles or elvis or star or whatever I think you're either more of a fan of the Munsters or more of a fan of the Adams Family, and both are equally valid. But um, I always leaned more Adams Family 
there's something about it that always appealed to me more, much as I dug the the monsters. The Adams family had this. It was the it was the it's it's, it's much racier. It's much yeah. Um, it's 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 you know the monsters is a broad comedy and the Adams family is much more of a subversive thing. Yes, it's very subversive and yeah. it's something that I think because we'll talk about all these incarnations. I think it's something that all of these incarnations got pretty right. They're very yeah. quality, but they all try to go to because you know they're they're sex fiends. You know, Morticia and Gomez yeah. are. Yeah. Freaky, freaky sex fiends with handcuffs and, you know, leather. And she speaks French and he goes mad, you know. Um, <laughs> they really were one of the first um, TV couples to really, like, be uh, that kind of affectionate on television. Do you know what I mean? I'd like, yeah. aside, aside from soap operas, which that's what they deal in, that kind of thing really didn't happen a lot on sitcoms. Yeah, and he was, and I think that's what, how they got away with it because yeah. they were so extreme. But you know that he was kissing her every episode. He was doing that, yeah. kissing up her arm, or she speaks French, and he suddenly goes crazy. Yeah. You know, like the being being turned on. Like they were they were they turned each other on. It's it's the kissing. You're right. That absolutely we didn't see much of, but the fact that he was so turned on by what she was doing, it was like he just didn't see that in 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 shows and so the show arrives and well it starts with the with the, the the comic itself like the the charles adams uh yeah comic but i that was not something that i ever was really mm. no i i, I, I i've heard about that way after yeah 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 um like my my memory of it i tried to think about it because you know obviously as a kid a lot of things you just know of and you don't know why yeah but um the earliest thing I can think of is that my uh, mom and sister used to do the play cousin it thing where my, you know, my um, sister would put her hair over her face, put on <laughs> sunglasses. And, uh, and I think my mom really thought cousin it was really hilarious because she mentioned him a lot. And that's that was kind of like my association with like I don't gotta see what this Adams family is about. Oh. And I honestly can remember being somewhere where they got Channel Twenty Nine, you know, the aerial could point on the right day, and watching the start of the Adams family. Mm -hmm. And I was probably like four, and I just remember going like, okay, I have questions. Are they monsters? Like I couldn't quite get the subtlety, you know, like the the, the monsters you get in just looking at them. Yes, but exactly. the Adams family was like, what? What are they? Even though the song tries to explain them, um, it is just like for me as a kid, I, I needed to know where where is this coming from? I that makes so, total sense. It's yeah. like everything is monster, monster, monster. We all, you know, the 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 staples the archetypes and everything i didn't quite get what it was at first either because it was like do they do supernatural is she a witch yeah is he like is a, he a vampire what is he like, you know his thing you know what the you know yeah. and, and you want to put them into roles yeah it took a while to, to realize they're just there's a there's a a magical and a, 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 a like a supernatural sort of element that comes into it sometimes um, in little ways or potions or things or whatever. But for the most part, it's 
they're freaky. They're just like, it's like, it's like it fell right into that, you know, the beatnik hipster kind of um, subversion, you know, everything, everybody wearing black and black turtlenecks. And who yeah. was, the, who was the guy that, um, who was the character that Bob Denver played on Dobie Gillis? Oh, Maynard G. Krebs. Maynard G. Krebs. I, say, I, I call my son Maynard G. Krebs whenever he doesn't shave because he gets like this. In, uh, maybe it's just jealousy that he can grow this, you know, huge beard really quickly. But I'll always call him, you know, time for a shave, Maynard G. Krebs. And, and Boy, like, all, I all barely the, know what that means. All the kids in the neighborhood must think you're the coolest dad because you <laughs> Because you're, th- you're throwing Dobie Gillis shit around? Wow. My octogenarian neighbor <laughs> thinks I'm the best. <laughs> Maynard G. Krebs. Yeah, I don't know. It's just funny to me, you know? Yes, um, no, I get it. I totally, I totally get it. But, 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 but it's, you know, do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's in that sort of mold of like, you know, um, I mean, just the opening of the show. Them looking, oh, yeah. Them looking right down the lens. And looking cool as shit, you know? And then yeah. Just, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Flipping the hands up and doing the snap. Like, that's cool, you know? It had it, a, yeah, it's, it had it's, a hit it's, factor that, that the Munsters didn't have. The Munsters was a different kind of bag. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And, and um, you know, there's a really good, uh, amazing, colossal podcast. I wa- I listened to it a couple weeks ago with John Aston. Mm. And uh, it, it's, it's in, like, I was never aware of the cartoons. Um but now I completely understand the the show from the looking at those cartoons. You're like, oh yeah, they just kind of built a universe around these sinister looking people. Um, it's like but, in the you know, it's in the Edward Gorey kind of vein. Remember Edward Gorey? Remember the like, yeah. the Gashley Crumb Tinies, that alphabet yeah. book that each each letter is you know A is for Adam, you know eaten by yeah. wolves, you know B is for you know just that 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 darkness, that sort of the macabre like. The dark humor, the black humor that that strip was, which again, like like you, I didn't know until much later. Yeah. Um, that 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 sort of throughout the the show. I mean, it's surprisingly violent, and in di- a different kind of violence than than the monsters. Like they kind of dig the violence. Like he gets off on it, kind of. Like he loves pain, oh. and you know. I I really think that there's you know. I think that show really was made possible by John Astin. Oh, you mean he like, wouldn't his have perf- happened? His performance is so like he he's really go his Gomez is a weird dude. Oh yeah. You know, like it just from from stem to stern. Oh my god. There's nothing right about that guy. <laughs> you know. He's, he's also it's very much. Well, say old man, come on in. You know, it's, yeah. it's, got, it's got this sort of as if he's in a as if he's in a, a men's club, uh, you know, in England at the turn of the century. He like a lot of his lingo was very much like old gentleman's club kind of thing. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, you know, I couldn't get that either. Like, where is this from? You know, where, and he thinks he's normal and he thinks he's perfectly normal, you know, yeah. you know, excited by the the worst things and um you know, I don't remember them being so, uh, you know, turned off by, I think the movies did more of a job of it and and the subsequent things, but I don't remember them being really turned off by the normals, like normal looking people. No, they, 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 
didn't think any. They were just being themselves. If they were I, just if being themselves. Yeah. 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 And and Wednesday always having that sort of antagonistic relationship with her brother. Um, Ted Cassidy, of course, you know, Lurch. Yeah. That, that I wouldn't. I mean, again, this timeline thing. It's like, did I see him first as Lurch? Did I see him first in that Star Trek episode? Did I, I see think I saw him first in that Planet Earth, that Gene Roddenberry um, uh, TV movie. Oh wow! See, I don't even—I don't think I even ever saw that. Yeah, the reason I know is because I was probably like seven or eight, you know, probably like six or seven, and uh, oh no, that would have made no sense. Anyways, uh, but I knew that guy had Black Manta's voice. That, oh, did he? <laughs> or, did or Brainiac's voice—that was it. So I must have been like seven. Did he do uh, the voice of Brainiac in the Super? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't he know He did that. a bunch of cartoon. He's also Godzilla on the. Yes. Uh, yeah. A uh, bit of trivia. He, as most people that know about Flash Gordon or know the animated filmation series, like you and I do, and what a big fan I am and stuff. The the TV movie, what became the TV movie. Yeah. That aired in '82. Uh, Ted Cassidy voices Thun. In the TV movie. And he passed right after that. Didn't but he, he passed right after he did that. And so the series, because the series starts with episode two, really, as yeah. chapter one, because they don't air that first 30 minutes on Saturday morning because it's got, it's got Nazis in it. It's got Hitler in it. <laughs> but um, but but it's not te- it's not him in the Saturday morning show. But what's weird is you've got three episodes, unless I'm getting this wrong. There's three episodes, you know. If if the TV movie is like four episodes total, three of those, you know, are repeated in the in the Saturday morning show with a different uh, uh, voice of of uh, of Thun. Yeah. And that's that's Liquid Plumber guy. Doing I think that. it's I thought it, I think it might be the guy that did Fred Flintstone later, the 70s Fred Flintstone. Am I no, wrong? I think it's uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, the Butcher, Sam the Butcher. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. You're right. You're right. Yeah. He's got that thick kind of cotton throat it's him doing a voice like this yeah. all the time how did we get here because we were trying to figure out who who did what oh okay yeah now carolyn monroe um as we mentioned in the show i think our friend david weiner might have mentioned too was you know uh, turned on by both of them by lily and uh morticia but i was far more turned on by lily than uh morticia morticia seemed a little more She's for some reason she seems older than Gomez in the show. Hmm. You know, like like he was into older women or something. I don't know. See, uh, I, I'm the opposite. I would I would be a Morticia fan. Nothing against Lily. No, um, I mean, listen, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna kick either either of them out of the the Dragula uh, car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I don't. You know, like uh, Carolyn Jones looks great as Carolyn Morticia. Jones. I said Carolyn Monroe. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, Carolyn. Okay. I was like, I was like, yeah. Carolyn Monroe. That's a different episode. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. We could that's spend the, it the new new Adams family. <laughs> yeah. Um, My fantasy Adams family. <laughs> where you're Gomez. <laughs> where I'm always Gomez, no yes. matter. What. Yeah. Yeah. Everlasting Gomez. Um. Uh, I never really uh, thought like I, I she's she's naturally a blonde and it's like oh, yeah but it's like you should have been a brunette like I just find her that that really suits her that look what's the one what's the Elvis movie was it Kid Creole or was it 
Jailhouse Rock. She's in an Elvis movie, I think. Yeah. Um, she really didn't do like her career didn't um, do super great after after the Adams family. She she found but, herself. But, but isn't it? Aren't they all kind of? I mean, John Aston is just a a one off to begin with. Like he just there weren't enough. We didn't get enough John Adams. John Aston. We didn't get enough John Aston stuff throughout his you know his lifetime really like we've got gomez but like he'd he'd get pilots and he'd show up he'd guest star in things and but he just was kind of a force of of nature but it was funny how once they became like i feel like everybody in the 70s knew these shows they were very prevalent in syndication and then i think you started to get a lot more of the guest starring parts that's when it you know like when when star trek started to get big in syndication you know, Shatner would show up on more shows like Columbo and, you know, Barnaby Jones or whatever. And and that's when I started to see what she really looked like. Yeah. Uh, in, that's in, basically what her career went down to after was just she would be the guest of the week on something. OK. Um, and she she passed uh, very young. And uh, this one of the things a lot of people don't know is that she was actually married to. um uh, what's his name? Aaron Spelling. Oh, really? Yeah, and even though oh, they divorced, because really? um, she supported him uh, for a while, and even though they divorced, they they remained close. I did not know that. Yeah, so did that he... explains why she shows up like on on Aaron Spelling shows, obviously. Right. You so know? he rem- she passed, he remarried, and then had Tori Spelling. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She's not one. Tori Spelling's mother. Gotcha. Yeah. Um. So it was um so it started in 64 and it ran two seasons three yes. seasons Oh two did seasons. it run I thought I thought no, they I thought no, the Monsters no. and the Adams family both ran two Okay so two seasons and yeah. uh, you know I don't know it by heart or anything but it just was it was just a comfort you know I mean they they both were but I just knew early on that was the one that I was sort of drawn to and it's also fun again with all the guest stars that show up in these things Oh yeah but, yeah, yeah. Like Jerry Van Dyke, I think, is in one of them. Shows up in one of them, maybe. Um, I don't know what he would have been doing in '64, but I thought he was in an episode. But just it was just so much fun Wasn't as a kid. He, to... a big, he, he was like Jerry Van Dyke. I thought was the golden boy. Was he? And, yeah, I was watching something recently about My Mother the Car, and he he chose that over something that really went well, and it kind of wrecked his career. Well, yeah, but you're saying he had a great career before my mother. Well, well, I think he was like um, he his momentum was growing. Oh, I see. Okay, you know what I mean? Like he he was the front runner for all this great stuff. And he was he was going places and then um, and then my mother, the car. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, So it uh, so it's 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 in syndication and we're watching it all the time. And, uh, you know, of course, we, we didn't get any kind of merchandise really in, the, in in that from the show there's stuff that came out when the show aired aired yeah but, but then the cartoon comes on in the early 70s the Hanna Barbera yeah 73 cartoon. yeah it, uh, they, they first appeared on the Scooby-Doo uh mysteries I guess that's oh. the way they they backdoor test stuff you know okay okay and then they got the show approved and uh they did, I think, one season on ABC. Did, did he do? Did, was was Gomez kind of like a Peter Lorre kind of thing? Did he do kind of a Peter Lorre voice in that cartoon? You know what? I I really don't remember ever watching it. 
uh, maybe clips, but I, I, it's never really been something I've sought out. Yeah, I don't think I've ever, I might have seen a couple of episodes somewhere along the line, but I remember yeah. the, the Scooby-Doo one for sure. One, uh, one one thing I do really remember, too, is there was a, a reunion movie. Uh, was this was this a, a, an hour long special? Oh, the one in 77. Yeah, the 77 in one. Oh, I, I remember watching that as a kid. OK, so the 70. So sorry, Bowie's acting crazy because every time I get on the phone, he has to get my attention. So now suddenly uh, play. I know the routine. Um. So, um, yeah, the, 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 so the cartoon, the next thing I would have seen would have been the Scooby-Doo thing. But I remember, cause we talked about this on an episode. Um, I don't know what we were talking about, but I went and sought out, I found the 77, uh, television special in color with yeah. Gomez's brother. Who's like wooing Morticia. Yeah. Gum, and, yeah. Which is like, yeah. And they 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 shot it and it aired I think October of seventy seven and there's two or three Star Wars jokes in it, yeah. like within four or five months they're 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 putting Star Wars jokes. I never in. thought about that. I just yeah. can't get over how terrible it is. It's it's terrible. Now I think I think that they the original Wednesday's in it, who's who's you know very grown up and attra- attractive by seventy seven. Mm-hmm. I think they have two other kids. Like they had more kids. Yeah, they they have more kids, so you still have like younger. Yeah, that was that was an odd choice. Yeah, yeah, and what was the was the original Pugsley in it too? I think Ken Weatherwax wasn't it. Yeah. Ken Weatherwax. That's his name. It's a fantastic name. Uh, he had, uh, according to John Aston, he had a really rough childhood because he, he, had, got he had what? Called, he had a rough childhood. Oh. Because he got like called Pugsley, probably to this day. Well, and, you yeah, know. you would. Yeah, you would. And, I mean, and, you know, Weatherwax isn't much better, frankly. It's 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 at least a country mile away from Pugsley. No, but uh, but I don't I don't know what he did after or beyond that. I never I never saw him in anything else. I don't. Think. I think I think he works behind the scenes in films. The last time I he does. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, so it's '77, and there was a there was a joke like, "I may the force be with you" joke, and uh, let's get Mikey. He likes it. The Mikey, the life cereal. There was a there was a joke about life cereal in there too. That's some, you know, just that's as you some do. Good writing. It, it it looks like a PBS, but like PBS made it. Yeah. Um, and I actually watched it on PBS as a kid. So. But see, I remember seeing. And going out for Halloween, I remember, I might be getting this timeline wrong, but you know, there was very little Star Wars merchandise out by Halloween in 77, but I'm pretty sure Ben Cooper already had costumes, uh, unless, unless they repeated it the following year. But I remember standing in the den in my Darth Vader costume, snowsuit on, under the Darth Vader costume, the Ben Cooper costume, uh, uh, Vader mask, red gloves. I think my mom had like a pair of <laughs> red wool gloves and, a, you know, a jacket and everything. And watching this Adams Family special on TV and thinking, what's it? What is this? Because it was in color, you know, yeah. it was, I couldn't figure out what it was. And then we went off and 
and went trick or treating, and I missed the rest of it. But I probably hadn't seen it. <laughs> You're until okay. I, until I found <laughs> it on YouTube, you know, again I hadn't seen it, but it, it was very, very familiar. And um, uh, but was that like something that was going to be a, a series, possibly, or just a one-off? I don't think. I don't know. I, I maybe they were trying to test the series, but I mean, they had very little faith in it. They shot it on like cheap video. And yeah, it looks bad. Yeah. yeah, and I don't know. Um, you know, there's nothing really about uh, the origins of why that got made. Um, but wouldn't so, you say that, that both? Because what? When was the monsters one? When was the the monsters one was I believe in 1980 or 81. So they've got to be thinking very much like the Gilligan's Island TV movies, like these things are so big in syndication. Let's do a special and get some ratings, basically. I guess so. Yeah, I don't. I wonder where it aired. Um, yeah, it doesn't even say when it, where and when it aired, um, which is un, unusual. This, it did get a video release. Did you know that? No. Yeah, I remember seeing it in the racks at like Kmart and stuff, and I just be like, yikes. Um, oh wow. Yeah. I would I would have picked that up probably, because that would have been the <laughs> only way to see it. It was a Good Times video, so you know, yeah. real real quality. Yeah. That and It's a Wonderful Life, and Laurel and Hardy's Way Out West. The good time <laughs> videos that. For a while there, Godzilla versus Megalon. Dollar. Every every dollar bin. Toho kind of reined that in. So, did we get another live action series? Um, I, I know we got one in syndication in the late 90s. Yeah. Did, that, did like, we get we, one we, before well, the we, No, I don't think there was any sort of action since the, um, since the 77 special. Okay. And I don't know. Maybe, you know, I always probably think it's has to do with whoever's got the rights um, yeah it, it does yeah because i was reading about the um the third you know i'm using finger quotes the third movie that after the two uh sonnenfeld ones and i think that rights went from paramount to saban or something oh yeah that could be so the rights kind of floated around but um so you must have seen that the now here we go with what movies did you see when they came out part of the show but did you see the adams family movies when they came out the, the yes. very you did yes okay um did, i was what, 20 and uh yeah I, you know i went to the movies all the time um i'm gonna be controversial because but i i did not really dig the the the, <laughs> the sonnenfeld movies that much you wouldn't be you yeah, if you weren't controversial, about I don't hate. I don't like. They're not hateable. There's some good performances in there, but they just, I don't know. Something, something got lost in the mix for me. Um, and you know, the, the the world's greatest cinematic travesty happened in that film, and that would be in the form of the MC Hammer Adams Family theme. Yeah, but which, you know, uh, if anyone ever asked me, hey, what do you think of 1991? I would just wheel in a, a TV and a VCR and I would play that video and walk out. See, um, but OK, now, see, that that's where you and I differ, where it's like that that song is is beyond cringe, makes my skin crawl. The, the fact that they they 
this movie was i mean the, the second one's even better i think and it, I, it, I actually kind of like the second one better they're really subversive i yeah. mean they take they take the stuff that's hinted at in the show and and really crank it up yeah and raul julia is freaking inspired in yeah it's a completely it, it's a slightly different take on the character but yeah he, he does a great job oh he's fantastic and she's angela houston's perfect does it great um yeah. i was reading about raul julia actually he was very ill even making the first one yeah having health issues and i guess during the second one it was pretty bad like he wasn't wasn't able to eat and he was very fatigued and People said, you know, you could see how how much thinner he was in the second film kind of thing. And, he, you know, he died a year after the the second film. But they're really subversive. And, um, you know, of course, Christina Ricci, her her uh, debut uh, in uh, in the first one. And yeah, you know what happened great to, the, job. to the kid. Uh, and Christopher Lloyd is fantastic in both of those. Like he's. Yeah, he's, I was surprised at that one. Swinging for the fences. Um, yeah. The first one's kind of finding its way. But it's it's definitely you know what you come away with with all of these is but certainly more so I think in the movies and uh, the other bits of things we, we we've gotten since is how very much like the monsters that when you get them near you know normal looking people or what you consider normal looking or you know white picket fence kind of families that that they're more freakish than the Adams family is and that the Adams family and the monsters are really a very loving, caring family for each yeah. other. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, that definitely shines through. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, just, just something about it. I don't know if I just found the first one a little too madcap or over the top. Um, I can't really say there's anything, you know, in particular that I didn't like about it, but it didn't work for me. What did you think the second, like the second one with the baby? The new yeah, baby? I think I, well, <laughs> first of all, I, I have to give props to, thinking up the name pubert for a new adams family member which was like that that's pretty damn good um and yeah i I always like joan cusack i mean it's plot you know part of its plot is pretty pretty much that stock in trade uh plot of every one of those um you know 90s let's revive a tv series where you know some they get swindled um but 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 it was it was very much like the show i mean that's what that's what characters came in to some certain episodes to try to do is take advantage of these you know people that don't know better they're oblivious and you know that was that was a fun bit too that the monsters never was unless i missed it that lily was you know had a fortune she was sitting on or something but but the adamses were loaded and they were constantly getting swindled or people they you know they thought they were either insane and they would part with their with their money, et cetera. So it, it, it emulated the show uh, in a way. The second one takes it much further with the subversion and with them trying to provoke uh, the straights, so to speak. Yeah. yeah. Um, which I think is, you know, is much funnier. Like when they take, when they send her off to camp. The camp uh, is really good. But I think even in the first one, when, when it's theater, I mean, it's really subversive. Like it's really dark and, you know, that's one of the reasons I like both movies is that they they take the foundation and they really and they do turn it up, but it's to like ridiculous degrees. But when when um, Pugsley and Wednesday do their theater thing in the arts class or whatever, you know, they're they're stabbing each other 
with blood packets, you know, squirting it, squirting out. And then the entire front row gets hit with with blood, you know, fake blood. Like mm-hmm. it, it really, really pushes it far. And the stuff with the baby in the second one, you know, the how much danger the baby's in falling out of windows and, you know, <laughs> crawling into a, a, a makeshift you know, guillotine and stuff. It's really dark stuff. I mean, I don't I don't know how far a, a quote family PG-13 movie would push that stuff today. Like, I don't know if that stuff would would make it into the to the movie, uh, so to speak. Um, but uh, uh, it's it, you know, I was surprised because I hadn't seen him in a long time and I rewatched them a little while ago. And um, the first one takes it, you know, the first one you really have to focus on the performances because it's a little a little slapdash. But the second one and oddly enough, the first one did much, much better than the second one. Um, the yeah, second one did very well. But the first one was huge. Yeah. You know, yeah. And and uh, I, I yeah, like I said, I preferred the second one. It had, and I think we got when the first one came out, we got a we got a breakfast cereal. Uh, yeah, that's that's correct. Um, got a breakfast cereal with little flashlights. Yeah, the good yeah. old days. Yeah, the good old days. I, I had- bought a couple of those on one of my first trips by myself to the United States, See? and I would put them on my toy show table everywhere I went because no one wanted them. Had, uh, there was a cousin it, and there was a lurch, and there was a a thing like just mm-hmm. a, which is a weird flashlight of just a hand. But, yeah. But that was it. We didn't. There were no toys. There was no real merchandise. No. Uh, well, there, the next year would see it because they would launch that uh, animated show. Hanna Barbera would go back to it in '92. So 92 got got a line of, of toys or action figures from Playmates, I think. Right. Didn't they yeah. That? Yeah. And and I mean, you you had um, John Astin as as Gomez again. Oh, OK. See, I forgot. I totally and, forgot. and Rip Taylor as Uncle Fester. Now that oh, is inspired. Genius. Yeah. See, I, that, but it's weird because that went that went back to the traditional way. It actually it wasn't even traditional. It wasn't the movie. It, they didn't look like they did in the movie. No, they were kind of they were kind of a, a, a little bit of a twist on the Adams cartoon look from the actual car. Like I think Hanna Barbera just kind of revamped their original character design. The original characters, yeah, yeah. Which is weird, which is kind of like Beetlejuice, you know, coming out in '88, not getting toys. Then Kenner does a toy line in 1990, based on the movie, right when mm-hmm. an animated series debuts where everybody looks totally different. It was kind of yeah. like that. Yeah, um, it, that, that stuff that stuff happens a lot. I think people are willing to bank on something that's going to be on at least once a week for, you know, a year, as opposed to something that, you know, could come and go in the box office. Right. You know, although I would I would argue that you would think there would be Adam's Family 2 toys. But, yeah, well, that's the same. Uh, that comes but, out got nothing for that either yeah well maybe maybe the planet's figures didn't sell well um who knows so that comes out in 93 92 uh, yeah 92 so there's the tv series is on in 92 adam's family values in 92 yeah uh, and that does really well but raul julia dies a year later and then i think what they did was they were they were talking about doing another theatrical but then they sort of abandoned it like paramount or whoever it was and then I want to say Saban, someone like that got the rights and they wanted to make this third film. 
Um, and I guess they approached most of the rest of the cast and everyone said no, because, you know, um, it felt like it was um, disrespectful to, to Raul Julia or something. Um, but I think Lurch was in it. I think the dude, who, the guy who played Carl Stroykin. Carl Stroykin. Whatever happened to that guy? I just saw him in something. Um, uh, I think he's still alive. I mean, he, really? He showed up in the in Twin Peaks: The Return. He had a. Oh, okay. A, a I, I know he was a bright guy, and he was really into computer stuff. Uh, you know, back in the day, I think he was a virtual reality uh, oh. enthusiast. Um, so I, you know, it's not surprising you don't see him anymore. He might be doing something like that. Yeah, he. Um, he was he the the first thing I think he was in was Twin Peaks, which led to being cast as Lurch in the first yeah, film. You see him in the, the Star Trek. T- I think you're right. He, that was his. Oh, was he in Next period. Generation? He's in Next Generation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, he, he pops up in things. Uh, you know, <laughs> there's no mistaking him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Nine feet tall. Yeah. Um, so that so that ended up being um, I forget what that one was called, but they made it and it became direct to, to video. I think it was prior to DVD. So it was like direct to VHS. And it was Tim Curry. Yeah. Gomez. And um, Daryl Hannah was the. I'm, I'm trying like fun to find it because I've never seen it. I've seen reviews of it and I think it wasn't really well liked, but I can't it's, remember. It's, it's someone like Daryl Hannah. Let's just say yeah. that. Um, um, I've never yeah. seen it, um, but I love Tim Curry, so I really should have seen it by now. There's no excuse. Um, but, but that went direct to to VHS. Yeah, like, I'm trying to figure out where that is. Um, just can't seem to figure out um, the information. I usually have this was, on hand. Well, I think it was like Adam's family therapy or adam's family something um adam's family family yeah okay rehab adam's family rehab (laughs) i think is what it was oh reunion it might be reunion Reunion. oh adam's family reunion oh you're right and okay wow this is interesting uh it was daryl hannah um oh daryl hannah okay yeah tim curry tim curry i uh, think uh, Lurch was the same from the movies. He was the yeah, and the hand apparently the thing and, is the same. Okay, yeah, and it's hard to get it's hard to get a good hand actor. Yeah, these um, it can't seem to find Fester if there's a Fester in this. Oh yeah, who played Fester? It's not listed. That's so weird. Oh, it must be. I have no idea. You got Alice Jeff Ghostly was in it though. Who? Alice Ghostly. Alice Ghostly. Yeah, she was. Um, she was. I think she was friends with Paul Lynn, but she was. I think she was Mrs. Oh, Kravitz. Alice, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she played um, Grandma, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she boy, talk about a face that was just in everything that you saw in every. Oh yeah. yeah. Growing up. Yeah, she was Gladys Kravitz, I think. Right. Yeah, what's going on over at the Tate House or what? Nosy neighbor. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I, I never saw that, but uh, the thing, the thing, Fester is like a, kind of a key as well. Like. Yeah. You, you know, John Aston is like you know one of a kind. Like you, you, you know, Morticia is a little more interchangeable. You can get it if you get the right tone. Fester's 
larger than life, so he has to be yeah. off the wall. And so Christopher Lloyd, you know, you know, grabbed on with both hands. And um, I mean, Raul Julia is is bonkers, but he's still not as out there as John Aston in those movies. Um, I don't know what Tim Curry did with this, uh, <laughs> but the uh, the Fester thing is really. Um, that's a t- that's tougher to me because it's, yeah, it, it's the fulcrum. I think you're right though. Um, you know, yeah, it, it's a little it's a little tougher, um, and I'm sure lots have gotten it wrong. Um, I think immediately after that film, the property became a, a television show again. Okay, so now this now is this the one that's from the late '90s that has yeah. a Canadian actress in the lead as Morticia. And then the guy that's playing Gomez actually kind of looks a little bit like John Aston. He does. He, he, he kind of sounded Glenn, like him too. Glenn, Glenn Toronto is his name, but it's not spelled the way you think. It's like with an A. He but, actually uh, did the inflection. Like he kind of sounded like John Aston in this show. He wasn't bad. I mean, the show looked kind of low budget. Um, and I can't remember oh yeah ellie hate harvey i must have seen her before but i really didn't pay much attention to this show i think it was on before or after something i did enjoy so i would run into it and it was it was like syndication but it was like i think one season is what it got actually it it says here it got two seasons oh it did okay yeah um oh no wait one season two years Oh, okay. Sorry, no, I'm 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 mistaken. It got one season, but it's 65 episodes. Jeez. Yeah. It's just a syndicated get, show. You don't get uh, that. Anymore. No, no, no. That's uh, that might have been a syndicated package. Maybe it was done to shore up the the original Adams family, and then you could do a syndication deal of 100 episodes. I don't know. Well, there might have been there might be some relation between the the straight to video movie and the show. Yeah, this was filmed like, in in Canada too. Yeah, it's Saban. You're right, Saban's involved. Okay, in the show. so there you go. So they they tried to they tried to launch, but I don't know why they switched cast. I don't know why. Well, uh, that's a lot cheaper for a TV show. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, how much does Tim Curry cost in, in 1999? Like, right. he was doing some pretty cool things. Um, Still living on the shadow money. <laughs> sweet, sweet shadow money. Sweet shadow. Uh, Congo. Um, <laughs> so, um, so that series. And then, um, is there another, is there another live action series or another cartoon? I'm just trying or to think. Uh, well, I think, you know, like I remember, um, I remember something about, um, my, my daughter considers those movies childhood. So I think the fact that those movies, um, kept the brand alive quite significantly, you know, so that, that, the, that's why they still have relevance today. I think um, you're right. I yeah. think you're absolutely right. Cause there, there's no. There's nothing else like them. I mean, they were two big budget, big Hollywood movies. I think the first one cost like 60 million or something, which was, you know, it's pretty big budget for what it was. Yeah. But I think it made like $300 million or something. It was freaking huge. I don't know why the second one didn't, the second one didn't do nearly as, as, as well. 
I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think because there had been a slew of those kind of TV movies in between, and, you know, most of them were disappointing. Mm-hmm. So maybe the, the odd, you know, people start going, oh, those are all bad. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's weird, but you're right. It, it, they are kind of, you know, they've been perennials with, you know, DVD releases and, mm-hmm. you know, two for one on a DVD kind of thing. But I yeah, think well, that, that's the, the thing that made me interested in saying that, because I don't own either film and my daughter's seen them like a dozen times. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's it's like it it for a, for a lot of people, that is the Adams family. Yes. It's not the show. It's the, it's those movies. And whatever comes after it is emulating the movies, sort of. Now, so they did you see the new animated films? Nope. Uh, I'm kind of, uh, you know, I don't need to go see many kids' films these days. Uh, and I didn't really have a super interest in it. Well, I didn't, I didn't go see them. Oh, okay. I, didn't, I wasn't there on opening day. I didn't rent <laughs> and get in at half price on opening day. I, I saw them well after they were in the theaters because um, because the, the the first one I think was during maybe the second one was COVID I forget um, they're interesting uh, again they're very um, they're good they're good I don't the, the, they don't seem to get a lot of love the first one was huge I think it did like 200 million or something again like an animated movie that's uh, not Pixar or Disney uh, it did really well Oscar Isaac does the voice of, of Gomez and um, Charlize Theron, Morticia. Now, you don't need either of them. That's purely to get people interested because they're fine. Um, I think Chloe Grace Moretz does Wednesday. Um, what's his name? Does uh, Fester. Um, Kroll. Uh, Nick Kroll. Kroll. And he's really good. Like, yeah. He's hit or miss for me for the most part, but he's really good as, as Fester because it's 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 all over the place. But um, again, very subversive about like the squares, you know, in the suburbs and mm-hmm. everything perfect. And then here comes this family that's different. And um, the second one, the climax of the second one is just batshit insane. It's bonkers. Like, it just goes to a level that's what is happening. Yeah, you uh, couldn't really do a third one, you know, <laughs> or at least I don't think so. Yeah. Now, I mean, the, 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 you know, like you've got like like Wednesday is experiment in the second animated film. She's experimenting with crossbreeding, you know, like taking characteristics of a creature and, and putting it. And she does this experiment with Fester at the beginning with this octopus that she has. That's a pet octopus. Yeah. And he keeps changing. You know, he keeps every now and then through all of a sudden he'll grow a tentacle. But it's got lines like, you know, Fester, your tentacles hanging out. And he goes, oh yeah. oh yeah, I felt a draft. You know, it's, it's got <laughs> it's got lines that are that are far more adult than they should be, um, yeah. and um, and they're they're good, but they they've got a really interesting design for the the. I mean, she's like stick thin, and Gomez is more portly and you know big eyes. Yeah, and, like uh, like more like the Adams drawings. Um, like the, yeah, we have missed something. Uh oh. And I need. I feel like we absolutely need to talk about this and track it down and find it from 1973. There was a half an hour special, which means it was a pilot that failed uh, called the Adams family Funhouse. 
Uh-oh. And the description on IMDb is the Adams Family hosts variety show. What? Yes. And let's go through who's playing everybody. Oh my god. For Gomez Adams, we have Jack Riley. You know, Mr. Carlson from uh Newhart. Jack Mr. Carlin. Riley. Yeah. The the stone face, Mr. Carly. Carlin, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Carlin, he's yeah. playing Gomez? Yep. Okay. And this one's going to blow your mind. Morticia Adams, Liz Torres. Liz Torres? Who's Liz Torres? Oh, my goodness. You don't know who Liz Torres is? Well, she's been around. Oh, she's been around the block. Um, I mean, I only, hear, I mean I, can... I only hear her name mentioned every 30, 35 years or so. She was on the uh, John Larroquette show. Um which that's where I knew her from, but she's on Gilmore Girls. Um, yeah, she's on a ton of stuff. What season of Gilmore Girls? Uh, oh, I'm, she's only in two episodes. I'm I, okay, I'm just, I, you I, know I what? I Good Lord, I'm tired. Uh, oh, Liz she's in a Torres, ton. okay. Who else? Um, okay, so that's Liz Torres of Morticia, and she looks kind of cool. I, I need to see this. I need um, to see this now. Like, this is... Yeah. So, as Uncle Fester, we have Stubby K. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, um, I need to get this. Pugsley is played by Butch Patrick. What? So, yeah. Um, Talk, it's, it's a multiverse. It's a crossover. I have no idea who's playing Wednesday. Noelle Von Son. And she was in, oh boy, uh, A Room 222 and this. And... Um, Butch Pat, or sorry, we did Butch Patrick. Felix Cilia is playing Cousin It. Uh, Charles Fleischer has a credit, but no character. Oh. Jim Neighbors is playing Jim Neighbors. Everything is right in the world. And as Lurch, and this one kills me, Pat McCormick. Oh my God. This is like a, this is a Coke-fueled nightmare. (laughs) And 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 Jack Riley and Liz Torres wrote it, so this is some sort of busted pilot. What the? F- so wait, yeah. so Jack Jack Torres is the guy who played Mr. Carlin, the stone-faced monotone. No, Jack Riley. Jack, Jack Riley. Riley. Yeah, yeah, he's Gomez. He wrote it with Liz Torres. Yes. I didn't know he was a writer. Neither did I, and I I didn't. You know, I didn't realize Liz Torres goes all the way back to, you know, the early 70s like this. Okay, it's called Adam's Family what? The Adam's Family Funhouse. Oh, man. If this is on if this is on YouTube, <laughs> I'm going to hang up. I right know what now. I'm doing tonight. I, I know what my, what my evening is going to consist of. Uh, I'm trying to find it here. Um, wow. So it was just a half hour, uh, pilot busted pilot. Yeah. And I wonder if anything exists, please be there. Please be there. Please, please tell me this is if everything, if you can find everything on YouTube, please tell me this. You know what? People have searched for it because the minute I started entering it, it filled itself in, but I do not see it. Oh no, I don't think it's here. Someone's got a bootleg of this, or somebody has a link that they're gonna post once this goes up. Yeah, there's just because this one sad photo of it. It, it almost and seems. Like Lurch a, has a mustache. 
<laughs> it almost seems like a made-up entry. Wait, Lurch has a mustache? Yeah. It sounds made up. It sounds like a like a sketch from something, and they pretended it was a show. I need. It's to really that. something that will task me until I find it. So. Um, wow. Okay. So there's a little there's a little slice of weirdness that that pops into that that history. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, that, this that, this, so that was this has been great. So then you get the the cartoon series. Well, then you get the Scooby Doo. Uh, guest starring thing you get the series then you get the the 77 show which i forget what it was called, the adam's family halloween or something yeah halloween uh, with adam's family and then oh and i think that john astin showed up in the canadian one i think oh i think you're right i think he's like grandpa he's like grandpa yeah yeah i think you're absolutely right he's he, he's he, still sharp as attack that guy yeah yeah and uh Father of Samwise Gamgee. That's right. Um, so then you get the okay. So now we get these two most recent animated uh, films. Yep. And now we're getting a series, which by the time this goes up, I don't know when it's going to air in November, um, on Netflix called Wednesday, which you know is about Wednesday Adams. He's the the lead, obviously, but it's the Adams family. So you've got. Um, Fred Armisen is playing uh, uh, Fester, and um, uh, oh, Luis, so cool. Luis Guzman is, play, is playing. Uh, uh, you know, let's just Gomez playing Gomez, yeah. which is I think is great casting. I think. Well, Luis let's just great. like show what a great sport he is. You know, they call him and go, "Would you like to play Gomez Adams?" And he looks at the cartoon, and he looks at himself. <laughs> So yeah, and he's, yeah, he's great casting, and I love Louise Guzman. He's just but makes everything. Do you better. remember the outrage online of like, why is this guy Hispanic guy playing Gomez out? His name's Gomez, you know. No, I I, I didn't actually. I mean, oh, I saw some of that, and I thought this is ridiculous. He's. I'm sure there's. I'm sure it doesn't. It doesn't matter anymore. Like the the in the last months. Some of the some of the titles I'm seeing, some of the headings I'm seeing for YouTube videos, you know, there's a there's a funny Twitter account called um, New York Times uh, 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 Pitchbot, <laughs> oh, yeah. and it's these ridiculous made up headlines, like you know, uh, I, I can't even think of one, but it's like taking something extreme and saying, and that's why I'm going to vote for Biden, or that's why I'm going to vote for Trump again, you know, like something completely insane that doesn't match up with the punchline at the end of the headline. And that's what mm. these videos are like. They're just like, you know, you know, why the Beatles suck or just something that's just so, you know, why, why Shakespeare is shit or whatever. Just, yeah, just yeah. taking the most extreme thing to click on. And it's with all the shows, of course. And even when the shows are a success, even when the shows clearly are a success ratings and, and, and review wise, they'll get a video like this is why Amazon's in trouble, you know, like. <laughs> Because this one show failed so badly, you know, so I didn't see anything about, uh, you know, any okay. roar about luckily, but I, 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 I'm lucky to miss a lot of that stuff, but my God, it's just, it's with everything. I mean, I think that's inspired casting, you know, Fred Armisen I think he's great. Is, is great, you know, to be as fast. Oh, wonderful. Too, yeah. You know, because he's, he's going to, he's going to do the character. He's going to, he's going to take it to that. Or I hope he does. Um, but what's interesting is, 
The show is executive produced by Tim Burton. Yeah. Now, I don't know how much he had this thing together, but he was the first choice to direct the motion pictures, the first movie. But Batman he got turned, in the way? He turned it down. Batman Returns was sort of, he was knee deep in that and probably having a breakdown. And, um, and he couldn't do it. And so Sonnenfeld, I think it was Sonnenfeld's first directing job because he'd been DP on a bunch of movies like Racing Arizona and stuff. Um, so I don't, I, I don't know how much of this stuff he's had sitting in a drawer for 30 years or yeah. what his involvement is. But um, it's, it kind of makes sense. It's kind of a perfect, you know, that, that Tim Burton at some point would play in the Adams Family sort of uh, sandbox. Again. Oh, yeah, I, I'm surprised it took this long. Yeah. Yeah. But there's something about it that the whole yes, I'm looking for, I like the I like the subversive nature of the stuff. I like the the you know, they're 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 I'm trying to word this the right way. It doesn't seem like we're we're trotting out the old, you know, PC type, you know, accusation. Like they don't care. Like there's something about the Adams family that gives it license to go places that they kind of don't care. The the darkness, you know, um I don't know. I think we need a little bit more of that, frankly. Yeah. It's, oh, it's yeah. Not I love the, I love those characters, and they they obviously resonate with a lot of people. Um, yeah. You know, it, it, it's my daughter went as Wednesday, I think, when she was eight. See, I think it's she's like a perennial Wednesday, like like little. Oh yeah. I think she's because she's the kid who's doing her own thing. She's the she's the kid who's not going with the with the crowd. You know, that's a, that's a Wednesday Adams. It's yeah, exactly. Stuff or bugs or whatever. Um, so I hope it's crazy and weird and gross and, um, you know, fun and subversive, because I, I just I think we need stuff like that. Yeah, I, um, I absolutely agree. Um, it makes it makes life a little more flavorful. And so merchandise wise, because, you know, this stuff from mm. the had the big monster collection and you know much more about the classic stuff but but we got when the show first aired i don't think it got nearly the merchandise that the monsters did right i i would agree um because i think when you look at it universal already knew universal already had the groundwork with the universal monsters mm -hmm. so when the monsters came out their licensing people had relationships Mm -hmm. So you saw the same things being added because, you know, Aurora knew uh, model kits would sell. Well, that's a bad example because they did the Adams Family House, too. But, um, <laughs> you know, it was like a lot of copycat merchandise, too. I mean, there's Remco dolls of the Munsters and the Adams Family. Yes. Uh, I believe there's puppets, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, uh, yeah. Off the cloth puppet with the little rubber head. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a um, there's a you know, the the, the Fester light bulb trick uh, is a was a big collectible. Oh, you mean just like a, the bulb on a card or in a box kind of thing? Yeah, no, it's it's in a beautiful I think it's a box oh. and it's just, you know, it's what it is, is it's um, a trick. So that the you know like the kids yeah, could yeah, replicate like, what Uncle Fester's yeah. doing. Yeah. I, I don't know how it works, but I'm assuming it's a battery. Um, 
Well, there but was also just, a, um, wasn't there a little bank like it, like the, like it was in a box, but like it wasn't it like the coffin with the hand. Oh yeah, I think yeah. I, I'm just trying to to think of of all the stuff that um, I've seen over the years, but I don't collect it. You know what it's like. Um, you you don't really retain some of the information sometimes. Yeah, I'm, I'm the, the, when I think of both those shows and merchandise, I, I immediately think of the It's a Small World uh, catalog, which once again, I can't find. I know it's here somewhere, but I cannot oh, find. There was some neat stuff in that one that for the freaking catalog. I think of that catalog and I think of all the the color spreads in uh, in Toy Shop that I used mm-hmm. to save. And I still have those somewhere in an envelope. And the Monsters and Adams Family stuff would I just up. ran into the vintage board game, the ideal board game, and uh, I got to tell you, it was 70 bucks. So, it was a, you know, it's not just a, a, a quick purchase, but I was really mm-hmm. tempted. It's it's glorious. This is the Adams Family one? Mm-hmm. It's got a really nice sunset on the box. It's, it's really, really well done. Um, See, because I know then, they, did, they did the board game, the Remco's, the mm-hmm. bank, or that, that trick or whatever. Um and the Aurora model house, like the 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 Adams family house. Okay, so they made, made a, they made a kit of the Adams family house, the Aurora. Yeah. House. Okay. Yeah. So that'd be a fun kit to get. Like they must have reissued that at some point, right? I'm positive they did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then. Oh yeah, the, it was released in the '90s by Polar Lights. Polar Lights. If anyone's yeah. going to re-release it, it's Polar Lights. And then and then we get nothing, and we get nothing for the movie. And we get nothing um, for the second movie. We get the animated series in 92. Yeah. Um, and then Mezco did a set of figures for the new animated films. Uh, oh, five I forgot points, about those. They're five points line, but they're ridiculously expensive. Oh, yeah. And Funko it, did pops. Like 60 bucks a set of two figures or like 80 bucks a set of two or something. It's like, you know, four inch, five points. I, I don't, you know, need them that badly. Um, but they're not. Nice. Oh, and do you remember the Ken and Barbie set? No. Oh yeah, in 2000 they did a Ken and Barbie uh, Morticia and Gomez. Oh, that's fun. It really is. It's a nice set. Oh, that's great. It's just it's surprising because they, they are, you know, I did I did a video recently that's going to be up soon of the. I did one ten most needed action figure lines, and then I thought, well, I'll do it again, ten more, and I put Adam's family in there because we never mm-hmm. got. For the original series, and really, yeah, I would love to. I would love to see some Mego scale Adams family. Yeah, they'd be perfect. Shit, mm-hmm. do a do a playset, do a house, you know. Play <laughs> I mean, no, but the you know the old school cardboard, you know, with the oh, I see, yeah, the vinyl, yeah, vinyl. yeah. Do a little house like the, like the uh, Wizard of Oz, uh, Emerald Forest. What's it called? The Emerald City. Emerald City, yeah, with Emerald the Yellow City? Brick Road, yeah, yeah, something like that. That'd be kind of fun, actually. Yeah, I do wonder if the likeness rights are available to everybody, or if you have to use cartoon characters. That's a good question. I know that they. I saw something. You said Funko did pops. Yeah. Well, you know those ones that like come in a can. Yeah, they did. They did one that looks a bit like John Aston, the the vinyl yeah. soda, right? Yeah. yeah. I saw that and I thought, oh, that's definitely. John John Aston. Yeah. yeah. John Aston or John Adams? Did you say John Adams again? John Aston. John Aston. Jesus. Who the hell's John? Why am I thinking of John Adams? John Quincy Adams? 
<laughs> it was John Quincy Adams in the Adams family? That would make a lot of sense. Somewhere. Um, yeah, we need more Adams family toys and more subversion, I think. When you think about the thing, like I don't know if the if thing was in this the cartoon was it in like the was I think the, thing was an ad, I I'm not sure. I thought thing was created for the TV series because if I'm not mistaken, uh, there was a lawsuit launched from I think the television production company to the producers of the new film because the the producers of the new film said they did not use the television series they used the Charles Adams characters and the tv series fired back with well except you used thing and we named the characters oh you know like so that they didn't have names before the television series oh oh yeah that's right yeah i forgot that that's very much like um that's very much like return of the living dead before Return of the Living Dead, zombies eating brains was not a thing. Oh, you mean yeah. Night of the Living Dead? No, no, no. Um, the one in eight from '84. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. They ate. They ate. They were. They ate people. But the whole brains, you know, that whole thing. Yeah, that, and it just that worked. That started with the um, the '84 movie, and it's been in every zombie movie since, or most, where they go after the brain kind of thing. A lot of it. Yeah, that's really funny. I forgot that they weren't named in the yeah in the trip. Oh, that's that's a really interesting licensing. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that was settled or anything like that, but yeah. I, you know, I'm always fascinated by these little things. Yeah, because even if you're even if you're the look changes, you've taken all the names from the TV show. Yeah. And yeah, thing so... not in the was not in the comic. What do we call it? Because it was just a one-panel thing, like the Far Side, right? Isn't that what it yeah, was? Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it was. It. I. You call it a comic strip, I guess. Okay. But it was so a comic, comic panel, really. So thing wasn't in that. Not so, that I know of. No, I mean I might be wrong, but I. I thought that was created for the series. It's. And um, it was. It was Ted Cassidy. Oh, was it Ted Cassidy in the in the show? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I knew the guy yeah. that did it for the movies was a magician. Or maybe still oh, okay. alive because he was, you know, they, they auditioned hands, I guess, or who could do stuff with their hands best. But yeah. it's it's weird enough in the show, but it's really disturbing in the two movies because it's a disembodied hand. <laughs> like it's got, you know, a flat wrist, the flat cutoff point is just flat. And it's just, I, it's I yeah, I, I didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. Um, because it disturbed you? Or <laughs> Too you much just... nonsense. No, I hated the thing um, in the movies. I think he was one of the things I really didn't like. Interesting. Yeah, that's yeah. Very, I don't know what that specific. says about me. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It. I can't tell you. I, you're, I, like a, you're like a thing purist. We're talking about 31 years ago, and you know, uh, being 20 years old, and then I'm the height of my cynicism. You know. Um, yeah, I, I can't remember, but um, you like your things just to stay in their boxes and to not. You know, <laughs> um, I just wanted not... to bring up an Adams Family clone from. Do you remember the Flintstones? Uh, weirdly and Creepella. Do I remember the, the Flint... Gruesomes? The I character... think the Gruesomes, the neighbors. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that kind of. Yeah, and that was definitely inspired by the Adams. Oh Family. yeah. Oh, absolutely. 
yeah, I mean, there were stuff, <clears throat> you know, wasn't the, what was the, um, wasn't there another family or something? Not the Groovy Ghoulies, but, I mean, the Groovy Ghoulies is a ripoff of Universal Monsters, basically. Yeah, pretty much. But was I thought there was another family that was, that was weird. Maybe weird I'm thinking, family? Maybe I was thinking of a Sid and Marty Croft thing or something. I don't know. Um I know you're, oh, you, yeah, something co- comparable to the Adams family. I'm sure yeah, we're missing a, a couple of really obvious ripoffs. Yeah. But you know, the, the, it's got that, that, um, there's something about it that I, I think that some of the vibe has bled into a lot of things like, you know, Buffy or, um, Sabrina the Teenage Witch or whatever. These, you know, the, these, these oddballs that are, you know, living a secret you know, a different kind of life that don't really mix that much. Just there's something like, you know, keep using the word subversive about the Adam stuff. I, and it changed mm-hmm. that went along where, you know, you, you get the the movies and the two animated movies where when they see everything pink and bright bows and puppies, they're, you know, they're freaked out by it. You didn't really have that in the in the show. So that kind of grew as it went. But, uh, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, they they yeah. they didn't tend to be repulsed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then in the in the new animated ones too, you get the the because you never saw Kitty. <laughs> it was the you know the lion that they had was called Kitty. Or maybe you did see it in the show. Did you see like lo- long shots of it? The lion walking around the yard. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember the lion. Yeah. Which um I don't think was in the movies, but it's in the new animated movies. Oh okay. Better. A giant cartoon lion than than not. I forgot about the lion. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, the monsters had um, Spot, yeah. which Spot, the dra- yeah. the dragon. He, I think he was a dragon. Yeah. Fire Never dragon. understood. What's that got to do with all the monsters? Why is a dragon in there? I guess because you know you need a pet. Yeah, but why not be? I don't know. A wolf. I don't know. I don't know. This dragon never added up to me. I think they were running out of ideas at that point. Maybe. I thought he was um, there from the start. <laughs> so, there, so there you go. Uh, Adam's family. Adam's uh, family. Better than the monsters? You decide. Monsters oh, better? It's up to you. No one's I don't wrong. know. I don't know, man. This is like saying, you know, which pizza is better? You know, this one or this one? As long as the either choice isn't Hawaiian, um, you can say, no, they're, they're, they're both really good. It's There's something about them that's... I that has just a slightly different. You said it perfectly at the top of this about. Oh yeah. The monsters being much more broad. Mm-hmm. You know, much more Herman Herman. No, I'm not saying that's as a bad thing. It's, no, it's, no, no, It's no, no. leaning into its strength, and the same. But the Adams family is going just. You know, they're just they're just taking a different path. Yeah. Yeah. A more intellectual path. Perhaps. So but you know, that doesn't really pan out when you're making television. <laughs> but clearly, if you love Adam Sunley more, you're more of an intellectual like me. Oh, yes. Yeah. So right. Makes sense. You're, you're the alpha male. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Always have been. Yeah. Um, I love that what we gathered from this whole thing was that what turned you off of the Adams Family movies. There's more things. Thing was a disembodied hand. No, that was just that was not helping. That could um, crawl around and didn't have a wrist. That put you over the edge. Well, and also Dan Hayeda. Um, just how can you not? Who doesn't like Dan Hayeda? Hayeda? Who doesn't like him? He's 
He's a one of a kind. He's a legend. How how could you not like him? He he looks like he needs to be dry cleaned. He does. That's that's his appeal. That's his appeal. He's got that market cornered. He was. In, did you ever see Blood Simple? The first. No, I, I don't think I have. Oh, you should. It's a great, um, great. It's an amazing debut. Uh, but it's a very film noir. You know, mm-hmm. uh, ni- ni- ninety. Shit, was it nineteen ninety or eighty nine? Ninety. I think it was eighty nine. Um, I remember the commercials. Walsh, uh, Fra- I think it's Francis McDormand's first movie. Uh, M. Emmett Walsh and um, Dan Hedaya. Hedaya. Blood Simple is from nineteen eighty four. No, don't say that. Yep. It's oh, you're right. Of course it is. Yeah. Eighty four, because fuck. So that's eighty four. Raising Arizona is 86, 87. Miller's Crossing is 90. That's their that's third film. Jesus. Yeah, I'm in 84. That's depressing. That's why I didn't see it, because 84. You were knee um, deep in the ladies. In a, in a way. Um, I, I just got in a VCR. So it was like. You know, I was overwhelmed with the stuff I wanted to see. Right. So uh, all the video you were catching all the video nasties, basically. Oh, I caught a lot of those. Yeah. (laughs) You're deep diving on those. Well, I don't think I've probably told you this before, but the the video store closest to my house, the guy had to be a fan of exploitation movies. Because he had had every. Every infamous, you know, the incredibly strange creatures that stopped living became mixed up zombies, you know, just all these crazy movies. And I, I thoroughly enjoyed that store. Do you know, I got, um, cause you went to a monster thing recently and I went to Son of Monster Palooza, uh, a few weeks back and both, uh, Vinegar Syndrome and, um, Severin had tables there. Of course. Yeah. And I'll tell you something. Severin's hit or miss, but uh, and so is Vinegar Syndrome, no doubt, especially with the with this the choices. But the packaging, the vinegar vinegar syndrome packaging oh, yeah. is fantastic, like almost across the board. And did you see a film called Censor came out a year or two ago? No, I didn't. C E N S O R. It's a, a British film, first time uh, writer directors and stuff. And I heard uh, about it takes place right around 80, 81 uh, during the video nasty thing where uh, the lead character um, is censoring, you know, cuts of movies to go to be released theatrically or on <laughs> video or whatever. Uh, and then something gets weird from there. But in addition to and it, it's pretty good, but um, it's got loads of extras on the DVD. And one of them is like a 90 minute documentary about the video nasties. Oh, wow. They've got footage in there of like people being arrested. <laughs> because oh, yeah going into video stores and arresting these guys and walking them out in cuffs because they're, they've got a copy of Cannibal Holocaust or I Spit on Your Grave or whatever um, under the desk or something. It was like a Monty Python sketch. Mm-hmm. You know, they were really arresting people for this stuff. And there was no real, I don't think it was ever like made illegal, was it? Was it made illegal, that stuff? I, I, you know, I've watched a couple documentaries on that, and I think they were kind of banned. I don't know what that constitutes in British law, though. It's, it's but the, the, you know, the, but it, it, the people who wanted to see it could see it easily. Right. 
you know. They found they found a way to see it. And the um, yeah. who's who's one of the people leading the charge even then? Mary frickin' Whitehouse. She made a whole life out of Twitter. You know what? I'm I'm a kid who lived in Canada. I never she never affected anything in my life. But I knew about her when I was like 11. Yeah. You know, (laughs) because of because of Doctor Who magazine, because we knew how she was always going after Doctor Who. Yeah. I mean, they uh, you know, the Pythons did a did a sketch about all these, you know, pepper pot women in glasses and beehive type hairdos, you know, protesting outside the BBC about filth she was doing it in the 60s too oh it was it was in it was in the benny hill once too oh was it Uh, yeah they did a role reversal benny hill where the guys are dancing and the girls are watching and there's an old like a voiceover that says harry whitehouse says this show is horrible you know (laughs) (laughs) she had a lot of power for um and then of course they ask her an an old bitty who doesn't mind her business well, it's also like, well, have you seen these films? She says, no, of course, no, no, of course not. She yeah. never saw any of it. It just was, you know, filthy by title. But uh, interesting, interesting stuff. Yeah. So there you go. Maybe someone should make an exploitation uh, Adams Family project. See how that goes. But it's there's funny a lot of potential it, there. It does. It does have a family appeal. It's a, it's a very um, it's a strange property. It's it's endured for a long time, but. You know, every generation seems to get it in some way or discovers those movies or somebody turns their kids on to the TV show or something. They're just kind of and when there's something appealing to odd, confident oddballs. Yeah. Yeah. You know, none of these people are losers. You know, um, or, you know, Pugsley, maybe a little. Pugsley. But you know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah, they're they're just happy, confident weird people they're happy that's another thing yeah. they're always happy yeah you know for the most part the monsters are too oh yeah they're 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 a very comfortable family yeah 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 and there 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 you go so there's our happy family to your happy families talking about two monster family royalty shows and there's our two episodes for october 2022 yeah happy halloween everybody and uh you know, hope you join us in the uh, Pod Stallions Facebook group. Yes, please do. And uh, be sure to go over and why don't you have a gander at uh, Plastic Soul on YouTube? It's a terrific show. It's gotten three Webbies already. Brian Heiler has endorsed every episode. And, and made the Webbies. We're about to hit a million uh, subscribers. But I could use your subscriptions, please. No, none of that's true. So get over there and subscribe to the show. No, the, well, he would. He could use. You do want people to subscribe to you. I want everyone. That, that to part subscribe. is true. I want everyone listening to stop what you're doing, pull the car over, go, you know, get off the toilet. However you're listening to this, go to see Plastic Soul YouTube Entertainment Earth channel, and subscribe because you know yes. your life might depend on it. Yep. Or mine might. And and, and uh, you know, we'll be sure just, to leave a comment, say hi. Yeah, because I'll say hi back. And, uh, yeah, we'll do this again real soon in November. Yep, absolutely. And I've got some uh, doozies of ideas. Oh, good. Yeah, we're going yeah. to do some more, um, you know, audio commentary, too. we got to do that stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I want to get back into that because that's a lot of fun. Yeah. All right, then. All right. Well, happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween. Be safe. All right. All right, man, I'm going to go watch Halloween. All right, go to it. Thanks, man. Thanks <laughs> for doing it. Take care. Okay. No worries. Feel better. Thanks, buddy. Bye. See ya.
Bye.